I could cry. I could scream. I feel like crying right now. It's all sad. It's hard. Life is hard. And we have seen this. Hi, I'm Darlene, and I have Tinge of Bravery here. And we are on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and Instagram. And my Facebook blog is titled Tinge of Bravery. And I talk a lot about the things that are happening in my life and how God continues to pull me through. And I like using those experiences because I think it is important to be transparent when you're comfortable with it and let others see how, you know, some of the troubles we go through really can be used um, for our advantage as much as possible. So anyway, let's get into this. Over the, fa- over the past five years, we have seen the hardness of it all. But what can I do? Be sad? Yeah, I can be sad, and I will. I mean, I'm not going to cover that up. Occasionally show some anger? Absolutely. Righteously? Absolutely. But let it get to me. I would be failing my daughters and myself and also my son if I let it all get to me. And I have before. I've allowed that anger to take over who I was. And that's just not something I can do anymore. So... I have to bring you up to speed in just the last few days. Um, My sister just passed away. It was not expected. We thought that she was going to recover. She had fallen down um, a month or so ago, really hurt her knee badly, and she had to have surgery on it and then rehab. And then she went home probably too soon. She insisted on going home and it got infected and she ended up back in the hospital, which led her back to rehab even longer. Um, It was not where she wanted to be. She absolutely hated it. She wanted to be home so badly. Um, And... You know, when I saw her on Friday, she was just really in and out of it. And it just broke my heart. I just tried to talk to her. I had prayed with her before. And I guess, you know, you just never know when these things are going to happen. Because we talked to her about, hey, you know, you got to get better. You know, get up and work through it. Get the nurses to get you up and work on that knee and get you back in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas and the next morning she was gone she was my only sister my only sibling that I had left Um, we stayed in touch quite a bit she came to my coffee shop and had lunch there often with her husband and it was always good to see them It really makes me sad because 
I know that made her happy being able to get up and get around. And it also makes me sad because that was the only sibling I had left. And I am the last one of the family to survive. It reinforces how fragile life truly is. You know, after this happened, I told my daughters about it. And my youngest daughter, who is only 14, um, I think she took some time to really process it. And she sent me this long text telling me, you know, how strong I am and how many other things I've been able to get through and to not let Satan get the best of me. (laughs) She is right. Um, I preach this. I guess she is listening. But, you know, when we tell others how to get through something, you know, to be strong, push through, and don't let the enemy get to you, do we actually believe it for ourselves? especially in the time when we need it the most. Um, I think I do subconsciously. And I think I do because I don't know any other way of living. It's just something that I've had to do for as long as I can remember is to push through. Now, to not let Satan get to me, well, that's another story. Um, That takes literally constant work every single day because if you let off and think oh you know this is a good day nothing's gonna happen he's not gonna get to me or affect my emotions you know that's generally the time that he attacks so you constantly have to have your guard up um you know I have discovered how I do have to be super careful as I navigate this life and I think about my sister and I think she was probably about 75 um, and how we do get older and we do have to take a little more time to be more careful to make better decisions according to our age and what we're capable of um, you know I don't want to be resistant or afraid to act on areas that I feel God is leading us or leading me, but I do know that I want to choose wisely and prioritize my life and put stuff first that is important in our lives that benefits us and doesn't hurt us to really decide which direction to go and where God wants to lead me and my children. Um, People get surprised when I tell them how old I am. I don't like revealing it like I used to. It's empowering to know that you can look younger than you actually are. But I don't take for granted either. And I've noticed lately that, you know, I do feel my age once in a while. And because of that, And because of, you know, all the illnesses that have run in my family, you know, I do have to be wise about the decisions I make and watch what I am capable of and what I probably need to not do anymore. 
but instead replace it with things that um, are better for me. Um, We've got to take very good care of our bodies and our minds, you know, from day one. We have to make wise decisions because when we do get to that age of like my sister or even myself, you know, that does determine how we handle a crisis, how we handle a physical ailment or a mental setback. Um, for me, it does deci- it does mean deciding, you know, like how to move forward in ways that is good for this stage I am in life. But also to really speak more of all these things that, you know, try to take me down and show me how much Jesus is working in my life too. I mean, because things can really get to me and I can allow them. But on the other hand, in addition to being wise about my choices, you know, I really do want to show how my dependence on Christ is so vital, is so very important. Our pastor was discussing how Paul in the Bible used all those things that tore him down to show his love and commitment to Christ. And it was really interesting because the way he talked about it, I thought was humorous, but so effective when we think about a person who has so many setbacks, but they just continue to come back. They come back and they're stronger they're more able, they handle things. He talked about how Paul may like take his resume and say, here, I am the perfect one for this job. I mean, look at everything that's been thrown at me. Look at all these regrets I have. You know, look at all these challenges. I'm definitely able to handle this job. And the job he's talking about, obviously, is just bringing others closer to Christ, to believing, because what a better example than someone who has been torn down, who has had so many setbacks, who has gone through so many deaths in the family, who has gone through financial setbacks, through mental setbacks, through substance setbacks, and yet continues to keep going. You know, after hearing that and just thinking about these past few years and all that we, um, I have gone through, I think about how people say, but God, (laughs) you know, right. But God, if not for him, If I didn't have faith in Christ, I would probably drink more. More? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. Like, I'm drinking now? No. I mean, I have a drink now and then. What I mean is I would probably drink in order to make it all go away. In order to make the feelings go away and make me 
quote, strong, unquote, because then the alcohol subdues it. It makes you feel able. It may, it gives you like this power that is so temporary, but it also makes you feel like you're indispensable. I can get those feelings with my faith. And at the same time, if I can do that and take care of my mind and my body, then I'm doing the right things for myself and my daughters. I discovered I can't cover up my emotions anymore. Like with alcohol, I can't coat them with those substances. I have to address them head on. And I do want others to see how Jesus works in our life through it all. I want to keep going for my sisters, my brother, mom, dad, and the girls' dad. It is me. I am left on this earth. I can still hurt greatly. I can cry. I can sing out loud. And I can cry some more. But I've absolutely got to lean on Jesus. If I don't, I'll crumble. And let's face it, there is no time for crumbling. So, when you think about those setbacks, those deaths that come in your life, that make you want to cry and wish it hadn't happened, when you think about those financial setbacks, when you think about the emotions, all the hurt and the pain, I really, really want you to remember who you can go to, who you can cry out to, and I want you to know that anything truly is possible. It took me years to get to this point. I don't want that for you. I want you to know that it's never too soon and it's never too late to lean on Jesus and to trust him. It is truly the way to go. And trust me when I say it will save you so much grief and heartache and pain and you will be absolutely a healthier person for it, mentally, emotionally, and physically. I love you all so very much. It's the reason why I'm going to continue to use all my life circumstances to guide you and hopefully help you. Um, so please talk to Jesus confess to him, ask him to come into your heart and your mind and just really, really lean on him. So thank you so much for listening. I am so happy I was able to get this in another recording and be sure to share, subscribe, please subscribe. Um, I know it's hard to subscribe to something when you don't know if it's going to be consistent or not, but as I said, I'm working on it. All I can do is try and just press on. So thank you guys. 
take care. I'm going to go in as usual and watch my daughter practice and talk to some other moms and just kind of um, get my mind off things. Talk, Talk to you later. Bye.